Yashukaya Hevra for coming. I want to see Rabbi Yisrael. There's like an iconic Waterbury picture of Yehuda Katz. You saw the picture, Gabriel? Shlomi oh, yeah. Lif has a the Hevra football on Friday for the Hevra. And like in Waterbury, we have Nachas, Mar Hevra in Waterbury, and Yehuda made a jumping catch. Menachem Ras, you saw Yehuda's catch that picture? Oh, you got to check it out. Okay, the guy, everybody should see it. Good catch, Yehuda. There are three things that I want to learn, that I want to study together. Very, very briefly on the Parsha. A little bit about the Chag of Shvois, and then something from Megillas Rus. And Beis I learned these three things with the Chevra. In Parsha's Bamidbar, so all of us know Hashem counts Klal Yisro. It's something that Hashem is, is always counting the Yidin. The first Rashi in the parish, Mitoichi Basan. Because Hashem loves us, Mitoichi Basan Lefanov. Since there's a great love, Moina is some He's always counting us. Just like a person constantly has money in their pocket, is always like making an accounting of the money they have in their pocket, make sure the hundreds are there, they constantly count them. Hashem has has a great love, Hashem loves Klal Yisrael. Hashem is minus Kol When we left Mitzrayim, Hashem counted us. When we went through the Egel, the Ched Egel, and Yidin were Nifter, Hashem counted to know how many are left, to count the survivors. And when he came to be Shechina in the Midbar, he counted us again. So there are many countings. Hashem counts Klal Yisrael. We know Hagam that Hashem counts Klal Yisrael. There's an Isser to count Yidin. That you're not supposed to count. All of us know at Minyanim. At Minyanim, it's always Hashiyah, Samecha, Varchs, Nachlasecha, Urein Venase, Mada Oilam. We say that Pasuk and Tilim that has 10 words, and we don't count because we don't want to count Yidin. So we just say Hashiyah, Es, Amecha, fast and beautiful Pasuk that speaks about the goodness of Klal Yisrael, about saving Klal Yisrael, Hashiyah, Samecha. It's fascinating, and you'll really, everything Yidin do is very exact. Isn't it interesting that when we count, we have a minute to use that Pasuk? Now you could say, well, there are ten words. I am sure we can find other Pesukim that have ten words. Now at a very shallow level, you could say, well, the reason for the Minog is it's a Kela, it's a Tzibur. Hashia Samecha. Save your people. Bench your people. Raise up the Jewish people. So at the simple level, it's a Tzibur. It's a, it's a group of Yidin you're counting. So you're talking about a group. You're not really talking about Gans Klal Yisrael. But okay, a Tzasek of ten that gives a bracha, that gives a prayer. Menasem, Menasem, you're counting them, no? It's, it's funny, it says, Urein benasem adaylam. Pashat the nasem is nasa. Rebezi says, the lushan to count. It means to raise up or to count. So Rebezi says, it is a lushan. Urein benasem adaylam. Nasa could be a lush, but I think there it means to raise up. It's funny why we're quoting this Pasuk. So again, it has 10 words, Aiki, does have 10 words, and we're counting out a minion, but everything Yidin do is very exact. 
I want to share a cheshben why I think we quote this, we, we use this Pasuk to count the minion. When you hear this Rebbeinu Bechaya, it makes, you, it, it makes you think the following thing. What, the question very much is what's wrong with counting Yidin? What's wrong? Seems so innocent. One, two, three. We count a lot of stuff. What's wrong with counting Yidin? We all know the story in Shmuel. In Shmuel it tells us a very, very tragic story because Yoav, the Sar the general in David HaMelech's army, told David HaMelech not to count the soldiers. And David HaMelech didn't listen. A lot is spoken in the Mepharshim why David HaMelech didn't listen. But David HaMelech counted the Yidden. He counted the soldiers. And Hashem said afterwards David HaMelech admitted his sin that he should not have counted the Yiddish soldiers, but he counted them. And because David HaMelech counted them, Hashem offered David HaMelech one of three punishments. Fascinating that David HaMelech got to choose the Einesh, but Hashem says you have one of three choices, David HaMelech. Either seven years of famine, option one, Shem Yerach, three months the enemies are going to chase us, we're going to be under a barrage from our enemies for three months. Or option number three is a plague for three days. Pestilence. Some plague will hit the Yidden for three days. Three options. And David HaMelech was told, since you counted, Klal Yisrael, you choose. We always say by Tachnun, David HaMelech's answer to this, to this problem, what Einish do you want? And David HaMelech said, by Yoimer David Al-Gud, David HaMelech said to the Navi, God, Tsarli Moid, I'm in a lot of pain. However, I have to choose one of the Einshim, Nifla Nabiyat Hashem. Let us fall into the hands of Hashem, Ki Rabbim for Hashem has a lot of mercy. We shouldn't be afflicted by man. So he said, I don't want this, I don't want the Einish of the enemy chasing us for three months because I want to fall into Hashem's hand. I don't want to fall into people's hands. It's a good question. What is that? That says why he doesn't want the three months to be chased. It does not say why he didn't want the seven years of famine. That looks like you're falling in Hashem's hand, not into people's hand. That's a good kasha. But David HaMelech picked the three days of of some plague, because he said, I want to fall in your hands, Hashem. You have a lot of mercy, Hashem. So I want an Einish that comes directly from you, Hashem. I don't want any intervention from man. For you have much more mercy. I don't want the Einish to any human involvement. When there's human involvement, it could be, even though it's Xeris Hashem, but it could be with an Ayin Ra. I want it directly from Hashem with as much more mercy. And therefore Hashem sent a plague to Klaus of three days, and 70,000 Yidin were nifter. He said, a steep Einish. David HaMelech counts the Jewish people, the soldiers, and 70,000 soldiers are nifter because David HaMelech counts them. And the question is twofold. First of all, what's so bad about counting? It sounds so chummer. And why did the soldiers nifter for David HaMelech's sin? 
Tovia sins and you patch Ziva, the wrong guy you're hitting. David Amelech sinned, he counted Klal Yisrael, 70,000 soldiers were nifter. Explains Rabbeinu Bechaya that the problem with counting a Yid is a Yid always should remain amongst his people. To count the Yid takes away the protection of the Zchus we always want we're part of a people and there's a tremendous protection to be part of a people not to be counted as an individual and that's the reason says Rebbeinu B'chaya not to count a Yid 70,000 people were nifter was not for David HaMelech sin once you took away the protective rabbin, 70,000 people without the protection of Klal Yisrael were nifter for their own Averis. Nobody was nifter for David HaMelech's sin. They had their own reason, 70,000 people, to get a terrible Einish. But the Teretzes, they were part of Klal Yisrael. At the point that they separated from Klal Yisrael, they stopped feeling part of Klal Yisrael. And a count says, I'm an individual. One, two, three. It's very dangerous. It's very dangerous to count Yidin. He's a member of Klal Yisrael. Avada, he's Kulam B'Shem It's his own importance. But he's a member of Klal Yisrael. He belongs to a people. We never want to separate out of belonging to a people. That's Rabbeinu B'chayi explains amazingly. It's interesting, whenever we daven for a chayla, we say, Hashem heal this chayla. We're so careful. Amongst all the chayla. <laughs> We're davening for this chayla. Oh, it comes out funny. When you're davening for a chayla, there's somebody you care about seriously. So you're davening for this fine fellow. Hashem, amongst the... <laughs> like, like, like annoyed. You push it like a little annoyed. Because you're not davening, you're davening for this chayla. And you always have to like stick in. Yeah, everybody else who needs it. Okay, look. Like the obligatory stick in. I'm davening for this guy. I care. This is somebody I care deeply. I like all Yidin. We're all human beings. We have people we're closer to. We're closer to this fellow. The reason you stick in, you don't want, it's bad for him if you separate him. Wow. To separate him is dangerous for him because the greatest protection is I'm part of the people. See, even when we daven for a chayl, as amongst all the chayl, I'm not trying to separate a yid. Even when I highlight him, I acknowledge he's part of a nation that has chayl, heal them all. That's helpful for this person not to separate him. I want the schus of the people he's part of. So I ask to heal him amongst all those in our people that need healing. I'm busy with our people. So that's what Rabbeinu B'chayi explains is the danger of counting. To me it seems obvious. I'm like so moved. Our minhagim are gorgeous. We're not a simple people. So always you count that a minion. The guy comes in, Aishiyah, Es, Amecha. Do you realize how beautiful Rabbeinu B'chayi writes that the reason it's us to count is don't separate, we're part of a people. So how do we count for a minion? Hashia Samecha, save the nation with a prayer to Klal Yisrael. 
It's so gishmak. The whole problem of counting is we're part of a people. So the very way we count individuals is acknowledging I'm part of a people and I'm praying. Our very counting for the people is acknowledging that we're part of a larger people. It's a prayer for Klal Yisrael. To me, it's so gorgeous. Minag Yisrael is so profoundly holy. Little things we do, if, you're, if you don't know the Rebbeinu B'chayah, so Sam, we found the Pasuk of 10. We're so much deeper. It's amazing what's going on. This like little, almost cute Minag has such a depth to it that when we do count, we're aware of Rebbeinu B'chayah. I'm counting for my minion. I'm praying for Chloe, so we're part of a people. So this is the Inya not to count. I just wanted to say this word. It's in Parshish Bamidbar, talking about counts. But I wanted to say we're part of a people and we feel. We feel, we acknowledge and we feel what's going on with our people. In Eretz Yisrael, what's going on, we sit here very, very, very much Bitsar for the Tsar of Yidin, very much thinking about the situation that so much of our people find themselves in right, right now, presently, we're very much there. And thinking about it and concerned and praying and saying to him. So I wanted to acknowledge that and always this is a value we bring to our fam to our families. We're part of a people. We're part of a nation and we feel connected to the nation. The schos of the nation, we're an incredible people. And the schus of belonging to a beautiful, beautiful people. I think this point of caring about a people, speaking good about a people, speaking good about our people, we're part of a beautiful, tremendous nation, an important people. It's no, it's, it's no small thing that today was the Yom HaMiyuchas. Today, Bey Sivam was the day that Hashem said to Kadesh. Today's the Yom HaMiyuchas. It's a promise. It is a promise and also a mission statement. I promise about this people that you'll be a Mamleches Kayan and Megoy Kadosh. So I wanted to today speak about caring for our people, acknowledging the preciousness of our people, celebrating the holy nature of our people. It's a promise. It's also a mission statement, but it's a promise. You will be, Hashem said, the second day we arrived at our Sinai Bay Sivan today, earlier today, Hashem said, I'm going to ask my Hevra a favor. This we don't usually do at the Thursday night share, but before I share two and three, I remember early in the shul, I once on a yomtiv sang on a Shabbos, I don't remember why, I felt like I needed a song and I sang with the Olam, and somebody came up to me and said, like, you're treating us like babies. I, I don't think I said this to him, but I was thinking that he's going to have a tough time in the Beis Hamikdash. Because he's going to claim to us, Levim, when we sing, you're treating like babies. The biggest adults in the world, song is powerful. Song is powerful. I'm going to ask, I want to sing. If the, I'm, not, I'm not even asking Mechila. Reb David, I want to sing with the Me and Reb David. I have Reb David's backing here. I want to sing. But specifically, thinking about a, a, a Tzibur, a Klal Yisrael that we proudly belong to, we feel connected with, and we're about our people, and we just care about our people and value our people. So I want to sing it before we get to point two and three. Just doing it. 
about a second point about the Chag of Shavuos. The more we have an exact plan of what we're trying to do, of what we're, what we're striving to do, the more likely that we'll be successful on doing it. I want to share with the Chevra, and I'm not even getting in how I'm going to do it. I want to tell you what I want to do on Shavuos with my family and with the Yeshiva. And I want to say, maybe we'll rally the Chevre each in our own homes on Shvois. On that precious day that's coming upon us, that's coming Be'ez Hashem Sunday night, the Chag of Shvois, what we can very much bring to our family. We know that we're Zaycha to do many mitzvahs. And Baruch Hashem, there's a mitzvah de Rabbanan. When we do a mitzvah de Raisa, we have a mitzvah de Rabbanan to make a bracha on a mitzvah. 
We put on tzitzis, a mitzvah deraisa. There's a mitzvah derabbanan to be mivarech on the mitzvah. And all the mitzvahs, kol abrach, kol mitzvahs, kulan, is mivarech aleim oivalasiyasim. We make a bracha before the performance. One mitzvah, the only mitzvah that has a chiyuv deraisa to make a bracha, is birchas hatayr. Birchas hatayr, pashtus, the Shagasarya speaks about, and this is how he comes out, halacha lemaisa. That a birchas hatayr is a chiyuv deraisa. It's an obligation to make a bracha. The only mitzvah that besides the performance of the mitzvah, that's the raisa, the bracha on the mitzvah is a mitzvah the raisa. And in the kiyam we make every morning, you don't, we make two brachas, machloikas in the Gemara, which bracha to make, we make two. But I, we make two brachas, birchas and in Birch Zatar, we say the second bracha. We say, Baruch Atah Hashem, Lekenu Melchilam, Shabach Rabbanu Mikolo Amim, that you chose us from all the nations, Vinas Amlanu Es Tairas, and you gave us the Torah. Baruch Atah Hashem, Naisena Torah. Revezi Shlita once pointed out to me, it's fascinating by this bracha that we speak about the exclusivity. I got it. Shabach Rabbanu Miknatagayim. I got it. It's interesting. In Kiddush, we do that also. Fascinating that in Kiddush, on Leil Shabbos, the mitzvah, the Raisa of Kiddush, as well, we describe, Kivanu v'charta, v'yisanu kiddashto mikolo amin. We got it. Two brachas, all brachas, we thank Hashem for the mitzvah. Two mitzvahs that the bracha speaks about exclusivity. We got it, not the guy. Of course, these two mitzvahs, learning Torah, it's also the rights to the teacher guy Torah. In Akum, that learns Torah is a ganav, he's a thief. Mo'irasa kilas Yaakov, it's our mu'urasa, it's our shidduch Torah. And a guy is not allowed to learn Torah. And Akum sheshavas means he's not allowed to keep Shabbos. A guy could wear tzitzis, a guy could put on tefillin. Shabbos enters tefillin in ice, but a guy could do a lot of mitzvahs. Shabbos and Torahs, a guy is not allowed to do. So bedavka, those two mitzvahs, it speaks about exclusivity. However, not however, but I want to focus on, is the bracha speaks about the fortunate, the glick. Thank you Hashem for choosing us. And you gave us the Torah. That's the bracha we make for Torah, is we thank Hashem for the gift of Torah. In the bracha before, we thank, we say Hashem HaShakadoshonu B'Mitzvah and we pray for Masikas HaTorah. Let it be sweet on us. And one of the main missions of Chenech, of the Yiddish Ashtub, of the Yiddish Ahom, I have seen hundreds of Bachrim and the Chenech they receive, and Baruch Hashem, Yidin receive a beautiful Chenech. I want to tell you one of the saddest things I once in a while witness. It's sad beyond, I don't see it so often, Chesed Hashem. It's a rarity, but when I see this, it makes me cringe, and it gives me a sense of what we have to bring in our homes. And something that I have seen, and when I see it, I'm so frustrated. Taiva is normal. Human beings have taiva. And even taiva for all different things is taiva. Yid raised in a good chenach system. And the goal of all our homes is for kids to know the chayi oisher. The great joy, the great glick, the great fortune that we have taiva. That one of the first brachas... 
Right, the second bracha we say daily, thank you Hashem that you chose us and you gave us Torah. In the Halalukas, where we thank Hashem for so many, for so many things in nature, we say to Hashem, Magid Devarav Liyakov, thank you Hashem that you taught us your Torah. Chukav Mishpatav Liyisrael. Your Chukav Mishpatav, you gave us Layasachem Lechal Goy. You didn't do that to other nations. Mishpat and Baal Yudom. They don't know your Mishpat. Hallelujah. We're Mahalal Hashem. One of the great basics of Chinuch is that our family should feel fortunate. Ashreinu Matoyim Chalkeinu. They should be Ashrei Yom Shekoch Aloi. Ashrei Yom Shashem Aloi Kav. Fortunate is the people who received the Torah. Fortunate is our nation for its beautiful close band to Hashem. And specifically the Torah that he handed us, the Torah and mitzvahs, he handed us an exact service of Hashem. He handed us the beautiful mitzvahs that give us the capacity to connect Hashem, that instruct, that uplift, that guide Yid. I was thinking last week's parsha was about Shemitah. I was thinking to myself, to somebody would learn Shemitah, would just say this Yiddishkeit is so hard. Sugar. An entire nation, we're not planting this year. It's film. It's wildness. So Schmidt is a difficult challenge. It's coming up this coming year. And much is spoken about the difficulty of Shemitah. All of us know this world has challenges. One family's challenge with Parnassah. Another one's challenge with their children struggling. Another one, Shalom Bayis. Another one, each one, health. There's, there's challenges in Oilam in a beautiful world, and there are challenges. How lucky, how fortunate is the family that has faith? The optimistic nature of faith. The, the menucha, the tranquility and calmness that, that, of the faithful family. That there's a certain optimism, a tranquility, a certain comfort. Yet knows I'm in good hands, the Rabbanashim. With all the challenges of life, how beautiful is the person who has the general menuchus hanefesh of faith. Of knowing he's in good hands, he's in the Rabbani Shalom hands. Hakol bidei shemayim, chutz shemayim. How fortunate is that home? It is so shallow to just view Shemitah as, whoa, what a challenging, what an instructive mitzvah. What if, I, I, tr- I try, I try. That when I remember and I say Magid Devarav Liyakoy Chukum Mishpatav Liyisrael, I try to think of some mitzvah that I'm excited about. At different times, different weeks, different months, different tikkunos, I try to think of a mitzvah. Magid Devarav, thank you, Hashem. I thank that right now. Shemitah is the one I'm going to daily. Shemitah is so geschmack. It's hard. It's a challenge, but it's so instructive. It, we're so fortunate. We should celebrate the Chag of Shavuos just that we got the mitzvah of Shemitah. That an entire people is melumid, is trained to be baitchem b'ashem, to have faith in Hashem. It's a mitzvah that guides us to the fortune. Ashreinu matayv chalkeinu. Anybody who thinks about it, a family that's brought to faith, to trust in that which is true, that Hashem runs the world. Yisam is so lucky that we have a mitzvah called Shemitah. What a glick, what a fortune. Well, we push it so, we, the whole world is jipped out. Mishpatim bal yadum, but we have Shemitah. 
And I want to say that a basic of Chinuch, what I, one of the worst things I see is when I see a Bachar who has a sense that happiness is there. He might be in a certain type of yeshiva, and somehow he has like the guys in that school, maybe there's some school that's co-ed, and he has like a sense like there they're happy. That's a tragedy. That's a tragedy. The sense that happiness is there is tragic. It's sheker, it's a lie. And happiness and the beautiful world is meant for the learner and liver of Torah. Nobody's saying there aren't challenges. It's a world of challenges. Nobody's saying learn that beautiful Mishnah in this week's Parak of Avos. Kachi shal Nobody's saying we're not lying to youngsters. Nobody's saying learn Torah and there's like everything's just easy. No, no, no. There's a world of challenges. There are challenges. Kachi shal Torah the derech of Torah is that there are challenges. We acknowledge We acknowledge there's difficulties. There's a chayi tzar. There's tzar out there. That's nobody's pretend. But if atem oiskim if despite all the different conditions that Hashem tests us with in this oilum anasayin, a person's the loyalist Hashem. Ashrecha v'tayvlach. Ashrecha boilum azeh v'tayvlach loilum abo. He wrote me a letter, Reverend David, somebody, this sadik, somebody asked him for my birthday to write me a letter. They knew I'm a big chassid. So I got a beautiful letter that covered my birthday from him. It's laminated, it's beautiful. And he wrote in the letter that you're learning with people, and he said there's a tragic sense that like happiness is like away from learning Torah. He said from the Ikarim of Chenuch, is make sure people know that the life of service to Hashem is Ashrech is a happy life. Ashrech Fortune in this world and Toivlach Fortune in this world and goodness in the next world is the life of the service of Hashem, is the life of Limadat Torah. And one of the great basics of Chenuch is to give over to our family with a positive attitude the beauty of Torah and Mitzvahs, a basic Basic, what we want to give over is Torah and mitzvahs have, are beautiful, are beautiful, and we're so fortunate. Showing all the mitzvahs, showing the mitzvahs, showing Shemitah's shmita, murder, we're not pretend. It's a very hard mitzvah to keep. But where it brings us is, is, is murder. Where it brings us is gorgeous. Is the, show them a family of faith. What it means, how lucky is the person who mamish taps into Amuna? The calmness, the serenity, the beauty, the happiness of such a... That's Shemitah bringing us. Shemitah drives us there. The Isser Nekama. The Isser Nekama is hard. It's hard. Your neighbor doesn't lend you the snowblower and then you got to lend him your shovel the next day. It's the hard. But it drives us to such beautiful places. It brings us, it's so beautiful that you don't focus on the next guy. It's not about him. It's not about the neighbor being so mean. There's Ashkocha. And it brings us right there. It brings a person. You're such a successful liver. When it's always pointing fingers at what the next guy did to me, you're, you're in trouble when you live like that. The places it brings us, mitzvahs bring us. Machimas pesi. Mitzvahs make the fool so smart. It makes the human being who can be so foolish, it turns him into a smart one. And we have that lick. And a basic of chenuch 
is to bring out to our mishpacha a sense of tremendous attitude of the simcha shreinu matoyv chalkenu mayafigar when is a basic of chenuch. It's a massive breakdown and failure of chenuch. There are all different ways how to get here. But if a kid emerges like happiness is there, what a breakdown in chenuch. What a breakdown in an education system of a family or a school. To me, like the, the, the omission statement in Chinuch is the second bracha a person says daily, basically. That bracha, that first bracha daraisa that we say, the only bracha on a mitzvah that's daraisa, that we say to Hashem, I'm thankful, I got the Torah and I'm happy about it. Thank you that your kid should mean it. Wouldn't that be like a good goal in Chinuch? The first bracha daraisa they make, they should mean. So I want to say about the Chag of Shavuos. Let's in our home bring a celebration of Torah and Mitzvahs. Let's just make a big party, a big sodas that we're celebrating. Maybe we could show one mitzvah to our mishpacha, how much it does for us as a family. One mitzvah, a few mitzvahs. What Torah and Mitzvahs, how fortunate we are to bring that Simchas HaTorah. Home tar mishpachis, the simcha satayra that would make a yoyim a simcha. I want to say, Chevra, that Rabbi Yosef said, he loved He said, if not for that day, why did he say that day? He loved He should have said, he loved for Torah. What's him love hayoyim if not for the day? What's the day? He loved Torah changed me. I want to say, Rabbi Yosef was saying, not just Torah, the celebration that we got the Torah. Shvois is the Chag that we celebrate. Zman Senu. Think about our families. Could you think about this? We don't think about this enough. Pesach, everybody feels in the bones. We describe an Eved, an Eved, the day, you know, an Eved, the beaten up in the hands, and we shouldn't fall in the hands of people. Pesach, we were in servitude in Mitzrayim, beaten, pulverized, and God took us out. Pesach. And we make a celebration, the whole Mishpacha feels it. Sukkis. Sukkis, you know what it means? Three million people to be in the desert, the conditions, the dangers. Anybody can visualize, we sit in the Sukkot, you visualize the dangers of Sukkot, of being in the Midbar, and Hashem, amazingly, in the desert, took care of us. He had the Anane HaKovid, and He protected and clothed and fed us. We had the Mun, we had all the Nisim of the Midbar. So both Pesach and Sukkot, it's so Gishmak for our family to get the dangerous Matziv, and Hashem saved us. And there's one more Yantiv Shmuz. Give over to our Mishpachas. What it would mean a life without Torah, how lost we would be. Mishpatim Bal Yadom. How Shrek it would be, Unken How unfortunate it would be if we didn't have the precious Torah. Kiheim Chayenu, Stach We have beautiful mitzvahs. A guy doesn't know about Lashon Hara. How tragic. They don't have an Isra Lashon We'd be lost. If you imagine it wouldn't be us to say Lashon We're such a beautiful people that we don't knock anybody. That we recognize not to put a person down. Nobody not to say. We don't say Lashon Beautiful people. Magid Vorav What a lucky people. 
it's, we, of course, somebody could say it's hard not to speak Lashnar. But it's so beautiful to have a tzivui not to speak Lashnar. There's a people who are fortunate that Hashem tells us the secrets. He, he taught us not to speak. What a beautiful people. That we're zaycha to a Torah that says, that lifts up that we don't speak slander on another person. Beautiful. Shvois we have to give. We're making a whole yantiv. Against the celebration. You know Pesach? We were in Evan and now we're in Ben Chayrin. You know Sukkot, the dangers of being in the desert for 40 years? Well, I want to tell you that the Shavuos, I'm making a celebration, a big party. Dad, what's this one? Because we got a Torah. The celebration of Torah. And Rav Yosef said, Elav Hayoyma, it doesn't just mean Torah. For if he had Torah, but wasn't Makir the celebration, the fortune, I'm not sure we'd have Rav Yosef, it would still become a Yosef, if he didn't have the appreciation of Torah, he would do it robotically. He would do it, okay, you know. <laughs> we'll get, we'll figure it out. Manasa. He'd be an oinesh, he'd get punished. So he'd be a good boy and he doesn't want to get patched from Hashem. We'd still have Kama Yosef. He'd be that Joe in the marketplace. The Zol. Ilav Hayoyma. It's not just Ilav HaTorah. Ilav Hayoyma, that we have a yantav of Shavuos. We have a day that we celebrate our fortune that we have Torah. So I want to say to us, let's bring to our family a massive celebration. Simchas, a simchas hachayim that we have Torah. Magadvar of Liyakov, how fortunate. That's our charge for this Chag of Shvois, if we could bring this to ourselves and our family, a tremendous celebration. Just a simcha, a real, a real simcha, an attitude of Ashrenu Matoiv Chalkenu. Think about different mitzvahs. So, the mitzvahs are so beautiful. We had a new janitor in Yeshiva. So he's a very friendly, like outgoing guy. A very Hector, wonderful guy. So he sees me in my film. We davened in Ragnasnicki Shirem. They were doing construction in the base. He's like, Rabbi, what are those? He got like very like freaked out from Tfilin. I was, he came in, but like loudly, Rabbi, Hector, come. <laughs> he went to the other room and I described Phil and I like fell in love. I like the mitzvah too. I fell in love again. I'm so happy Hector asked me, Rabbi, what are those? He was like bugging, like, what's happening here? You guys are strapping up here. I told him what Phil and I, I'm not sure what Hector went. I said, I had a new Magadvar of Yaakov. What a beautiful the mitzvah of tefillin. We're so fortunate. We're so fortunate to have important Hashem has missions for us and lessons for us and things we can do that elevate us and change us that make a pessy smart. To make a pessy smart. When I was telling him, we tie up our arms and our minds to do the will of Hashem. To intellectually, my mind is dedicated to God. My actions are dedicated. He's like looking at me, whoa, like, like wow. And I'm just thinking, yeah, it is pretty wow. I also was like, me and Hector together were like inspired from Phil, and it was wonderful. Why can't we bring to our family, maybe even with a few mitzvahs that we want to go through, just talk to our family, how fortunate. What, a, what an environment that we're zoichet to from the mitzvahs Hashem. What it creates. We're zoichet to a Shabbos. We're zoichet to a Shabbos. I always speak about Tabachrim. I have noticed there are people who are able to live Sheker. There are people, I've noticed this, there are people who have a talent, they can shut out the truth. 
I'm very into Bachar to, to, to live your truth. Don't create, don't live in Olam HaSheker. A guy was telling me today how he went through a hardship and he felt it and he cried. He was telling me how he went through the processes that I spoke to him and he told me how good he feels. Live reality. Human beings are very, men are very good at this. Like a dissonance, as we like ignore reality. We're good at that. But don't live like that. Face Shabbos is like a people that lives reality. Why, we, why should we pretend our whole life? There's a God running the world. Let's admit it. Shabbos is so beautiful. There's one people that are instructed. Let's be real. Let's knock off the facade. Let's deliver fake that we're in charge. A bunch of baloney. Shabbos was such a fortunate people that were just not willing to live a lie. It's funny that it's called, you know, the, the Rishonim speak out that in the... It's, really, it's a magician the truth is that in the Aseris Adivris, the right and the left, one and six connect, two and seven, three and eight. On Zachar Siyayim HaShabbos L'Kadshay, on the other side, number nine, is Loisana Briachet Sheker, don't say Edo Sheker. Zognish Kenligan, don't be a liar. Keep Shabbos, be a real person, come on. <laughs> well, you want to live and pretend? You want to make believe that, that we run there? Why do you be a lie? It's so, it's, such, it's so silly to live a lie. Life can be so geschmack if we acknowledge truth. We're fortunate. Magid Dvorov Liyakov, one people who like lives the truth. That's Zaychet to embrace truth. So I wanted to charge the Chevrov. What we want to try to, each one in our own way, to bring to our families. That we're fortunate. If we can bring that to our mishpachis and shuas, ourselves first, ourselves first, a great celebration, a great appreciation of Torah. That was my second just message I want to share with my friends. And I the third thing, it's the hours later already, so we'll go a little fast. The third thing is from Megillah Rus. I want to be brief because it's late and say as follows of Megillah Rus. That beautiful Sefer that we're going to read on Shvois, the story of Rus. Rus is the picture of the person off the grid. Pardon my modern lingo. But the person who's, who, who has every challenge and every reason to be disconnected from society. Rus is a Giyaris. She's a foreigner, she's Megayer, but not just a Giyaris, she's a Giyaris from a country, a despised nation. You know, you have a Ger, but if he's a German Ger, it's not worse. They were a despised people, we hated those people. We had a tremendous difficulty. None of those people are allowed to become Yidden, are allowed to be married into Klai Yisrael. And she's a Giyaris from a despised, so she's a Giyaris. She's an Almanu. A husband brings the wife and the mishpacha into the community. She's an almana. And she's poor beyond. She's collecting leket in the fields. I and mean, it doesn't get any poorer. She's surviving, picking up that which falls from the farmer. The mamish, the picture of somebody who's just not, not in the center of Jewish life. She's like on the outskirts of Jewish life, not the papers are not writing about her. She's an, the ultimate, the Spitz outsider, the Spitz person nobody's looking at. And this Tzadikus is sitting in the field of Boyaz. She's sitting in the field of Boyaz, and she's keeping the mitzvah Hashem. 
She's keeping the mitzvah Hashem with an exactness. Boya sees that in the fields, two she takes, three she doesn't. And Chazal tell us, the Gemara says two things. Boyaz was amazed by Rus. He's amazed by her tznius. She's a tznua. She's careful how she picks up the thing. She, she doesn't bend down. That wouldn't be tznius. She like sits down. She's very careful how she picks. Is one thing he's impressed by. And he's, and he's so impressed her diktuk in halacha. Now what's he so impressed she kept halacha. There were no other yidin who kept halacha. She kept the law. The, she's nishka, you're not let to steal. The law is, if two strands fall, lack it, you're allowed to take it. If three fall, you don't take it. What's is nishtaimim, she kept halacha. If you think about it, she, here's a lady and he observes her being very careful with the law. Now, a medaktik in halacha if a guy's like a Greiser Rebbe, a big Rosh Hashiva, he's the president of his shul, see, he's medactic in the law, he's very careful with his actions. The media is push looking at him. He's under the microscope. Everybody's like, and all eyes are on. A diktuk in Allah says you count. It says your actions matter. It says, what, if I do it, I have to do it like this, an exactness of actions it's interesting, a famous speaker said that when he became from, the hardest challenge was our diktuk and halacha. Like, does God really care the exactness? There's a certain, almost gaiva, a certain gaiva, knowing Hashem cares how I behave. And Rus, who's in that predicament, Boya sees a person who's Who's, who's an almana, who's a poor person, who's a giyaris, a precious giyaris from a difficult country. And here, every reason in the world to feel less than adequate, to feel less than important. And she's sitting there with tznius, dignity. She's treating herself with respect. And the dick took in halacha. Her actions matter. Two she takes, two she doesn't. They both speak of a person who's so aware that they count, that they're important. I, I have, I'm a very visual person, and I picture the two scenes of Rus. The two beautiful scenes of Rus. When she's sitting out there on the field off the grid, she's poor in Almana Giyaris, and she's on the field. To the other picture of Rus, Shloim Melech has a throne. He's running Klal Yisrael. He's the Melech of the Elyon, like the, 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 the angels are like Kafuf to Shloim Melech. And right next to Shloim Melech is another throne. And Rus proudly sits on the throne, Ima Shalmalchus. And I think of those two pictures that the Yid always has. She was that same Malka when she sat on the field. And the Yid, Kachi Darkashal Torah, so is the journey of Torah. They're all different situations in life. And a Yid will end up, Saifa covered lover. A Yid will end up on the throne, sitting next to Shloyma, everybody will see. But she was acting like a queen. She was already Imashal Malchus, alone on that field. Under nobody's eyes and nobody cares, there's a Dektuk in Allah. Nobody's watching and it's neos, a refinement, a sense of amchashiv. And that nekuda for every yid, the sefer of Rus, 
that we lead, read on Shuas, that our actions matter, we're Mamleches Kayhanim Egoi Kadosh, and Hashem very much cares about our observance of Torah and Mitzvahs, and the prestige and dignity that is a Yid, Mamleches Kayhanim Egoi Kadosh, the prestige and honor that belongs, that is, is befitting of a Yid, of a nation that's Hashem's nation, Anachli Yisrael Amoy, and is befitting a Tzneus, a dignity of, of, of somebody who understands we're part of the nation of Hashem, and the Diktuk and Alocha, that I matter and I'm significant. My actions matter and I'm significant. It's not about what the local media writes. It's not about who reports and who says, yet it's me and Hashem and I matter. And in that humble field, Rus is sitting there and she's measuring this two or three. She's looking at the ground and it matters two or three. Because Hashem, it's me and Hashem. And there's a, there's a certain, there's a diktuk in your actions because you're Lufnei Hashem. The Messiah Sharm describes that two people are Lufnei Hashem. He says when a person prays and Bishasa Mitzvah. The Messiah Sharm describes Bishasa Mitzvah, a yid's called Lufnei Hashem. The time of a Mitzvah, Lufnei Hashem. Lufnei Hashem, everything matters. You're in front of Hashem, it's significant. Rus can be all the way on the field somewhere, but she's involved in Ratzna Hashem. She's Mamish Lufnei Hashem. That which is so seems so mundane and so unimportant. She's picking leket, but she's doing it in the way that she's mama, she's doing mitzvah Hashem. Two you can pick, three you can't pick. She's mamish lufnei Hashem. And this Rabbi said the message to every single Yid, to remember the dignity of a Yid under all conditions of our life and circumstance. A Yid counts, a Yid matters as being from the nation of Hashem. And his actions, and the diktok of mitzvah studies, lufnei Hashem. Sitting in front of Hashem, a Yid's actions matter. Magad Devar of he taught us rules. Let us faithfully and loyally follow the directives of Hashem. And certainly, whenever a person feels they're in that predicament, they should remember the throne of Rus as well. It's the same person. And Saif HaKavad Lava, a Yid is befitting of a great throne, and Rus gets on the throne eventually. But even when she was in the field, she, she was the same Imash al-Malchus. She was the same mother of Malucha. Because that's the, that's the honor and dignity that belongs to a Yid. All of us, Rabbi Say, should appreciate a Yid and the prestige and honor that a Yid is. All of us should Bidavni Beis Hashem, we should to see how Ramas Karen Yisroh, we should be zeichet to see the safety of the Yiddish soldiers fighting, of the Yidn and Eretz Yisroh. We should see Hashem should taka protect. Hashem should protect. Hashia Samecha taka will end with that prayer counting the minion. Hashia Samecha, Uvarech es Nachlasecha, Urein Benasem Ad Oilam.